0: 103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles, now presents Southeastern Indiana's longest running and
1: most listened to sports show, Coach's Corner, broadcasting from the Coach Raver Corner at Ison's Family Pizza. Good
0: evening and welcome to another episode of Coach's Corner with Terrence Arney, broadcasting live from Ison's Family Pizza here in beautiful downtown Batesville, Right on George Street when you drive, blah, blow the horn, wave, let us know who you're listening. Would love to hear from you. Got a great show lined up for you guys tonight. Uh, we'll kick things off um, talking about a little bit of music. We'll talk to the band director at South Ripley High School, Miss Ellen Fennell as well as the band director from Dale, Cameron Blackwell. Uh, we'll talk to, we'll switch gears for the first time this season. The weather is calling for it, guys. We'll talk a little baseball with Derek Sting at Franklin County. And we'll finish things off on the hardwoods, talking to Milan's head coach, uh, men's basketball coach, Matt Prickle, as well as Batesville's Bulldogs head men's coach, uh, Aaron Garrett. I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight for Coach's Corner and of course, would like to thank our sponsors as well for making uh, this broadcast possible. Of course, Ison's Family Pizza, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Gehrings, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Great Plains Communications, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Hurt and Elko, Fleetwood Chevrolet, SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana, REMC, and Margaret Mary Health. To kick things off, as promised, let's talk about the sound of music in South Ripley. We're speaking with band director Ellen Fennell. Ellen, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: It is definitely a pleasure. You are, i got to think through this, this season, you might be the first band director we've talked to this season. Um, yeah, I'm going to say that that's, that's correct.
2: Oh, what an honor. Thank you.
0: (laughs) So talk to us a little bit about um, your responsibilities in the band. Obviously, South Ripley doesn't have a football team. So the, the band program there takes on a little different look and feel than maybe some of the other traditional high schools
2: right so we do parade marching in Mm -hmm. the fall we do of course the pumpkin show in for sale gotta do the pumpkin show gotta do the pumpkin show and uh, a couple other parades like in aurora Mm -hmm. and canaan and those kind of parades locally and then we get right into pep band season and to concert band season
0: now i can tell you from my own vantage point the pep band season has got to be a lot of fun for for your kids and participants and i know It means a lot, not just to the players, to the student athletes, but it means a lot to the fans and the crowd when that pep pen is rocking and going.
2: We love to be there and we love to feel the energy.
0: Yeah, and and quite honestly, you guys provide a lot of that energy because I've been in gymnasiums where, say, for example, schools, maybe they don't have a pep band, or maybe it's a um, a postseason run and the pep band doesn't travel, you can feel the absence, right, when the band's right. not there.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and we lo- really love being there to support the teams, and both girls and boys basketball, yeah.
0: Good deal there. Um, let's talk uh, about when you're not in um, the gym, um, you guys do a, f- a few... Um, shows or, or things that are more competitive in nature, right?
2: Yes, absolutely. So we just came off of solo and ensemble season with ISMA, so we had some vocalists go, um, and then we also had several uh, members in an ensemble for the high school, and then several soloists as well uh, compete in ISMA solo and ensemble, the Indiana State Music Association.
0: Where do they hold that?
2: Uh, so it's in different districts, depending on what district you're at. Okay. So uh, we're in Zone 8, and so we um,
0: We... Oh, it's okay. Oh, no. (laughs) Don't sweat it. Don't sweat it. Um, What I really want to know, though, is what does that look like from a competitive standpoint? I assume there's scoring based on a number of criteria.
2: Right, right. So, uh, it's kind of like golf. Mm -hmm. So, the less number of errors and mistakes, the lower Uh, the score, and then you get a rating from that score, either gold, silver, bronze, or participation. Uh, So we came away with a lot of golds this year, which is really, really great, and two silver ratings, so that was uh, pretty good as well.
0: Awesome, awesome. Good deal there. Um, And so that's the more more the the ensemble portion of it. Is there a pep band competition as well?
2: There is. We went to the Orleans Pep Band Competition, which was so much fun this year.
0: Oh, I can only imagine.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a whole bunch of bands. We just get together and we play a whole bunch of pep band music, uh, and it is a good time.
0: I can only imagine it. Now, is that a one day, two day? How long does that event last?
2: Uh, it's just one day. Yep. Oh, wow! But it, we make it a whole day event. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Good deal there. Now. Are it, at this event now, well, again, is it similar style scoring or is it more about a good time?
2: It's more about a good time. There you and go. <laughs> we really love to just play loud. Sure. Play loud sure. and have fun um, and just kind of feel the energy. And, of course, it's a whole bunch of other band kids there. Sure. And, uh, everyone can appreciate what we're doing.
0: Good deal. A lot of the organizations uh, that, that I've spoken to, whether it be uh, with student athletes out on the field or, or, or in the gym, Um, Even with some of the kids that we talked to from uh, Quiz Bowl, um, a lot of the sponsors and coaches have said that since COVID, their numbers are a little bit down. Has that affected the music program at all?
2: Not much. No, we actually good. had an increase in solo and ensemble participants, and we are sitting around the same numbers uh, of when I started. Granted, this is only my second year at South Ripley, right? Um, but no, it hasn't really affected our numbers. I have great students who are committed to making great music. So
0: that is awesome. That is that is awesome. Well, it's good to hear that you're having good numbers and you're seeing good numbers, uh, Ellen. But let me ask you this: It's really more of a of a, of a hypothetical. Imagine if you would. Mm-hmm. I'm an incoming freshman. I'm coming in uh, to, to South Ripley, and I have no affiliation with any groups, clubs, sport, or anything. But you heard on the street that I'm relatively musically inclined. Right. You've got a hot mic in front of you for all of uh, southeastern Indiana to hear. What's your 30-second pitch that would tell someone, hey, they want to come out and be a part of a band at South Ripley?
2: Well, we have a lot of fun, and we like to do things. Excellent. There you go. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna push to like make sure that we are there and I'm going to teach you how to do it. So that's my pitch is that it's a community and we will accept anybody and everybody that wants to come play music.
0: That is awesome. Well, Alan, I appreciate you taking the time uh, and spending a little time and giving us a peek under the tent, if you would. You know, uh, despite whatever the perception may be of, and I can use this term, band nerds, because I was a band nerd when I was in high school many, many uh, years ago. And I don't think um i don't think the general public really understands or knows the amount of hard work and dedication that goes in to producing that show on friday night or producing you know that playlist on a saturday night i mean it's a lot of work right
2: oh absolutely and you know especially when you get into the high school age Mm -hmm. and you get to be a senior you've spent six years perfecting this instrument yeah uh, which is really really great to see the progression
0: no doubt about that. Well, Ellen, it has been a pleasure. And again, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to come and give us a peek under the tent in a whole different world. Um, and we wish you guys much success uh, for the rest of your season. Thank you very much. That was Ellen Fennell with us here from South Ripley High School representing band nerds everywhere. We appreciate her so very much. We've got more Coach's Corner coming up for you in just a minute right here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com.
1: the speed of light back to more coach's corner delivered by Ison's family pizza get out and uh, support the teams in your area they all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there on 103.9 wrbi
0: coach's corner continues here on uh W-R-B-I, we think our sponsors, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Gehrings, Batesville Chrysler, Dodge Jeep, and Great Plains Communication. Wonderful conversation with uh, band director from South Ripley, Ellen Finham. But we're going to keep the tunes going and stay with uh, this theme, if you would, of of pep bands throughout the area, area. And uh, take a hard left, go up the street to uh, Jacksondale High School as we have with us band director Cameron Blackwell. And Cameron, welcome back to the program.
5: Thank you so much, Terrence. Good to be back.
0: You know, as soon as I saw you, I remembered, you know what, we have had um, a band director on here this year already. I was telling Ellen, I was thinking she was the first, but as soon as I saw you, I was like, oh, no, we, we talked to Jacksondale a while ago it's good to catch back up with you particularly this time of year you guys have had um, obviously to no fault of your own but you guys have had an extended if you would, pep <laughs> yeah. season with the long run from uh, the women's basketball team and now with the men winning uh, championship on Saturday night for the sexual they're headed to the regional and I've always enjoyed doing postseason games for
5: Dale because I know you guys are going to be there too it's exciting. It's it's been a lot of fun. This is my first go around. This is my first year here, and it's been really cool to get to know some of the traditions that have been here and to get to work with the students and to be a part. Because we've been doing the pep rallies as well mm-hmm. at school. We've been doing the uh, the games. We've been traveling, which is a very unique thing for our school to be doing. It's really cool. I'm really loving it.
0: Let me ask you this: um, from your students, from the standpoint of the students, do they really know and get and understand just how impactful their presence is, particularly on these neutral floor games where, um, you know, the band is playing, they're playing that familiar song, and it kind of gives the students. I remember um, when we were at uh, Southwestern Shelby. I even made the comment on air that it feels like a home game because they have all the elements of home.
5: Oh, yes. In fact, uh, a really cool note about the Southwestern Shelby games. The only time that we... uh, The only uh, other pep band that we've been able to see all season Mm -hmm. um, was Southwestern Shelby when we were playing them. Right. And I happened to have some connections in that area. Mm -hmm. And we were able to uh, combine the bands there and have a little bit of fun with that. But helping the students understand that um, we've got... Strong ties to the basketball team and the basketball players, sure. and comment on how how impactful it is to them and on on the floor. So it's it's a really cool thing. One thing I stress with the students a lot in several contexts is connecting with the audience, right? And this is this is an excellent way to just connect with the audience to be a part of culturally something significant at the school,
0: right? And you know, and we we talk about you know both of those. Clubs, the the women's team and the men's team, and the success that they tend to always have, and um, I, I mean, I'll go out on a limb and tell you I, I think the pep band has a lot to do with those success again, especially on the road and especially in those neutral um, uh, uh, neutral facilities, neutral site games, and, and I think you're right; they do um, create some kind of connection because Jacksonville always has a lot of followers you know oh, yeah. and and you know yeah. in terms of the community coming out then you add the numbers from the band to it you know and again you can see why it feels like or looks like a home game on the road absolutely um so you guys were at the the recent sectional um for the boys uh,
5: actually we weren't oh really in fact uh it it was because of uh, <laughs> it was it was kind of seen as an advantage for our team that, sure uh, we weren't at the Boys, but we were at, at Everything for the Girls.
0: Oh, wow. Well, so, so I guess the word is out. <laughs> when, when the pep band travels, that's a five-point advantage right there. Well, goodness. Well, aside from um, the pep band aspect, talk to us a little bit about anything that you guys um, are maybe doing competitively in terms of ensemble, um, solos, those sort of things.
5: Well, this year we're not doing anything competitively, but I do have some really cool things that we're, we're taking on right now. Oh, please tell us. We've got some excellent um, choir members. Okay. Here, and um, we've got a, an upper-level choir right now that's just phenomenal. Wow. They totally improvised. Uh, uh, I was sick for a couple of days last week, and while I was gone, I had them working on their music, but they improvised a version of Hallelujah, mm. you know, and oh my gosh, they can they can sing. We've got great choirs. We're going to be in a part of the the Batesville Choir Festival. Okay, uh, coming up on April third. That'll um, be Batesville High School at seven o'clock. Um, I've got some excellent stuff for the band that we're working on. Are all of, the, of our different levels of band? Okay. we've got a great music theory class where we're learning uh, how to compose music. Wow we got a lot of cool stuff going on in Jacksonville. That, that is
0: really, really cool. Um, I don't know if I asked you if we talked about this on your previous uh, visit with us here, but um, if so, I apologize, but I'm sure as I've slept since then our listeners may have forgotten as well um how are you in terms of your numbers i've I've just noticed um a lot of programs whether it be athletic musically what have you after covid um there there are a lot of organizations that saw their numbers decrease a little bit how about you guys there
5: absolutely Um, we've had we've had some decreases over the last few years but one of the things that i've noticed is that music is a lot more fun as you get good at it, sure. as, you, as you learn it, and as you, you work on the skill, you, you start to pick up kind of this intrinsic fun that you're having. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've noticed that with the students, and it's it's shown. Usually when there's a new band director come in, like I came in this year, um, the numbers tend to fluctuate a lot, just right. because it's, it's just like a coach changeover. Sure, and, you sure. Know. Um, but this year, there hasn't been as much fluctuation as I anticipated, considering the numbers... Um, usually Jacksonville for a school the size of Jacksonville has a pretty high number of students p- participating in the performing arts mm-hmm, and the bands mm-hmm. choirs and there wasn't as much fluctuation as I anticipated and I've been working with the students a lot on skills like reading music right? on even composing sure. Or on just understanding what they're doing right? and the engagement that they've had is showing and you know I I I love those light bulb moments that the kids are getting, right. and when they start having those more and more, sure, it gets more fun and engaging for them.
0: Let me ask you this now: as that level of engagement increasing, increases rather, are are you seeing that um, play out during performances?
5: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, to give you an example, usually during pep band games, we've played you know twenty five thirty songs something mm-hmm. like that. I've got them we're pretty comfortable with about 40 different songs sure. right now. Um, and we're kind of pushing that even more. Um, we've worked on, I've worked on drumline technique with our drummers. I mean, mm-hmm. last time around, we just got new drumline equipment. Mm, so yes. We got the rest of it in. We're starting to put it together and use it out on the floor. And that's causing a little bit more engagement. So for, for me, helping them understand things and kind of pushing what they can do just a little bit, just enough to push the engagement. Right makes things all the more fun
0: because <laughs> that's good i mean now this last question i'll, I'll ask you here and again i definitely appreciate uh you spending the time with us here Absolutely. um but with this being your first year with jackson Dell and you know we're they're better we're what two-thirds let's call it through this year um and as you look at the program as a whole are, are you satisfied with the way things were when you first got started this year to where you're going to finish off this season
5: I am satisfied, almost to the point of tears. wow. That's how satisfied I am. Um, It it took a long time for me to become a music teacher. Sure. And the rewarding part is for me to watch the students connect with the music and connect with the audience. Right. So, for example, just a little plug here. Mm -hmm. We've got our concert on May 10th at at Jacksonville in the gym. It's going to be just over an hour long, but the students have... Put their hearts and souls into the music that we're doing. We've got all kinds of music that will engage the audience in different ways, engage the students in different ways. And that's the rewarding thing for me is to see those light bulb moments, to see the kids start to connect with music and with the audiences.
0: No doubt about it. Well, that is, I'm excited to hear, Uh, spring concert May 9th. May 10th. May 10th, I'm sorry, May 10th. We will make sure... um, we get that information out there to all the listeners and make sure listeners um, that you're there in attendance. Uh, Cameron, again, thank you so much uh, for coming back and visiting, visiting with us. And you guys uh, have best of luck to you to the rest of the season and, and good luck at the concert.
5: Thank you so much, Terry. <laughs> and
0: that was Jackson Dale band director, Cameron Blackwell, visiting with us once again here on Coach's Corner. We've got more. Coach's Corner cut up in just a bit on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at wrbiradio.com.
5: free delivery before now and always george's pharmacy and medical equipment
1: coach's corner delivered by eisen's family pizza continues
6: i want to thank all of our guests thank all of our sponsors thank guys for allowing us to be here
1: thank all of you for listening in from 103.9 wrvi
0: Coach's Corner continues, and is being brought to you tonight by the aforementioned Isen's Family Pizza, Ron's Getzwiller, George's Pharmacy, and Medical Equipment. Uh, enjoyed speaking uh, with Cameron Blackwell of the Jackson Dale Music Program. He's the band director over there, and they've got a big concert coming up here this spring. May 10th is that concert. Set about an hour's worth of music, so won't take too much out of your uh, daily grind. But if you want to hear some young musicians that really love to perform and really uh, love the art um, that they're uh, perfecting over there, uh, you don't want to miss that. Let's get out of the gyms indoors and let's head outside. Head out to the Diamond with Franklin County Baseball Head Coach Derek Sting. Coach, welcome to the program.
7: Thank you for having me.
0: Well, it is that time of year right i mean you look outside today it's 70 degrees it's beautiful that is baseball and um, you guys are about what a week away from actual season getting started
7: yeah we're a week away so right now we're two days a week okay Um, but (laughs) you're not gonna find anybody complaining about the weather today
0: and it's and it's kind of hard right because i'm sure the kids are chomping at the bit to get out there right
7: they are and you know we do all our stuff indoors for all winter long and they get cooped up in there and they don't like it we don't like it to a certain extent you get a day like today and it's great because you know there's a lot of years where we don't get outside to the first game sometimes so uh it was it was fun to get out there today
0: that was actually what i was going to my next question of course we were blessed with unbelievably good weather here today but of course you like? Right, we don't know. We'll see another day like no. this. So, talk to me about the challenge that the weather this time of year in this part of the country. Talk to me about that challenge of the weather, how that hinders um, the progression of a season.
7: I tell, you, I I told him today. I said we're going to be outside again tomorrow. It's <laughs> going to be a little cooler, but um, being in Indiana outside yeah. in the spring, yeah. If it's not wet, <laughs> we're going to be out there because uh, we've had games and flurries. We've had games. Wow, you know and. Cold wind, and then you turn around sectional. You're sweating. So, sure, sure. Uh, you gotta you gotta be ready right for it. Also, you know, just because it's going to be cool, I mean, as long as it's dry, we're going right. to be out there.
0: Now, I know for you personally, you just finished up helping out with uh, with the basketball team that <laughs> yeah, just finished yeah. their sectional run this past week. Um, but talk to us a little bit about, of course, the season starts officially next monday but Mm -hmm. what does it look like up until this point what types of things you guys do over summer break in in the fall what types of things do you do to get ready for the season
7: Yeah, in the summer i mean just the nature of you know baseball the summers a lot of kids are playing sure they're playing travel ball they're playing local uh baseball so a lot of the summer we don't have a whole lot of contact we Mm -hmm. have our our youth camp for a week and our kids come and help with that Mm -hmm. Uh, in the fall we go we have our six-week um the off-season program where it's again two days a week right so you know we try to well usually the weather in the fall (laughs) is better than our weather in the spring so uh, we're out there a lot we try to simulate games as much as possible because like i said you know sometimes we're outside in october Mm
6: -hmm.
7: and there's there's been times when our first time outside is our first game wow (laughs) so um you know, we just we try to take advantage of it in the in the winter is when we really ramp up our bullpens. Okay. Try to get those pitchers' arms uh, ready to go so when we do get to the season it's they're ready and right. they're conditioned.
0: Okay. Um, so let's take a look forward then this season. Talk to me a little bit about the squad, uh, returning um, players that you got coming mm-hmm. back and, and who you're gonna really be leaning on to get things done for the Wildcats this yeah, year. Yeah, we
7: have I mean we have a good we have six returning starters from last year. Okay. So um we have a good balance of returning guys and some guys that we think are going we can, we can plug in this year. Um, first and foremost, uh, Brian Ertle, mm-hmm. uh senior. Uh, he's signed to go to George Mason okay. next year uh, to pitch. So, um, you know, he's been a three-year starter, two-time all-conference guy. So, wow. um, We lean on him, you know, both on the mound and at the plate. Right. Um, he's been great for us the last two years. Um, we got Xander Rodriguez. He was another all-conference guy last okay. year. Um, he's signed to go to Wittenberg next year. Okay. Uh, Chase Burton, he's another three-year starter. Uh, he's also going to Wittenberg. Wow. Um, Trevor Moizek, Eli Butt, Avery Harrison, uh, they all started last year mm-hmm. um, all season long. So, um, you know, with those six, I think we have a good core to right. kind of lean on with experience. Um, then... Some guys that had experience last year, um, Isaiah Lee, Ben Becker, Garrett Cunce, Ethan Brewer. Right. Um, you know, we feel pretty confident we can throw them get those guys in. Right. Um, we are going to be looking to change some positions up because we lost our whole outfield last year. Oh, wow. So, um, you know, I told him tonight, I said, you're going to have to be pretty flexible in where you're playing because we right. got – you know, it might not be their best position, but it's the best position for our team. Certainly, so, certainly. Um, that's the that's kind of the challenge we have okay. this year.
0: You mentioned three different sp- starters that that have already signed. Is that mm-hmm. typical in in the baseball world that they that they get them in that early, committed? Um, or
7: for us, that's we. I don't. This is my ninth year here. Yeah. Fifth year as a, co- a head coach. Uh, we haven't had three guys mm-hmm. signed. At this point, wow! Um, so it's it's great to see, yeah. Um, but you know, those three they 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 work at it. Mm-hmm. Um, great kids. They, they practice good. They they play. Obviously, they're good players. Sure. Um, well, sounds no, like it's good, good athletes. because yeah. they're, they're dual
0: sport athletes. They are. They?
7: Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, Brent and Xander both came out just came off the basketball season, right? Um, but yeah, they're they're the leaders for our team. Um, I don't think it's it's one of those things where I don't think we I don't have to ask the players mm-hmm. who's our leaders. I think it's. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty well known. Sure. Um, but yeah, they're they do a great job though, and I, I mean, you love to see those guys play right beyond
0: high school. Definitely, definitely. And when, um, f- and from their from their peers, I'm wondering, and maybe even from the coaching staff, when you've got athletes like that, um, already committed and mm-hmm. signed, they know. What the future holds mm-hmm. for them, so to speak, um, does that add more pressure? Do you think to those individuals, or does it take pressure off?
7: Well, that's you know, I've always said. I think the spring sports are kind of different because the seniors, right? They're not getting out of the sport; they're getting out of school. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, to keep their focus, sometimes it, it's a class by class thing. Sure, uh, some years they're completely different, right? Um, but you know, one thing I think we have helping us is. The way our season ended last year, okay, um, we were a strike away from a sectional championship. Wow, uh, we had, I think it was three at bats where we, we needed one more out,
0: and mm-hmm.
7: we had it won, and we ended up losing in extra innings. Wow. So I think you know that memory, mm-hmm. uh, along with those guys, you know they're not, they don't have two months left in it or three months left in their career. Sure, they have a lot longer, so they're still they have a lot to work for, and you know and everybody else is going to. Build on top of that. They they see those guys working. They're going to keep on working, and and I think so. I think we do have good foundation.
0: Good deal. Yeah. Now, now as a coaching staff, have you guys been able to utilize that that being that close to uh, reaching, you know, a team goal of winning a sectional title, you know, just being just, you know, oh so close. Have um, you guys been d- using that as a motivational? Tactic? I'd say
7: by the time Memorial Day comes around, <laughs> they're going to hear a lot from me. <laughs> uh, not so much yet, but you know, we've had we've had good success. Uh, we've won you know, the conference multiple times the last you know five or six years. Sure, uh, we've actually been in two sectional finals last. Four or five years, okay. um, both of them we lost in extra innings. Um, so these guys—they're not—they've seen success. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we just got to get over that hump. And I think, like I said, I'll, I'll probably reference it a time or two. Um, but yeah, I, you know, we just got to get over that hump. But you know, having said that, our our conference, which is basically our sectional, right? Um, it is a really, really good conference. Sure. Um, it's this year. It's going to be. Very, very competitive.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like here in most recent years in multiple sports, the EIAC has kind of put the state on notice uh, in yeah. terms of the, the the type of athletes, <laughs> the type of student athletes um, that are, you know, that are coming from this area. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, two, in terms of who's going to, you know, host the big crown at the end of mm-hmm. the year for state. In a lot of instances, you got to come through. (laughs) Yeah, I
7: mean, you know, in the last few years, I mean, I think you know, our has been consistently at the top. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we knocked them off last year in sectional, and I'm sure you know they're going to use that for sure because they were talent wise they were as good as anybody we saw last year. And um, yeah, I know Coach Tucker stepped away, but Coach Bertram he'll have them right back to where they have been in recent years. So, I mean, they're going to be really, really good. you know, yeah, East Central, they're going to be really good. I mean, they're, I could go through all the teams. Right. And, you know, Carnesville, they, uh, they have a lot of returning mm. players. And, you know, that's who knocked us off in the sectional final. And they returned most of their team. So, um, it's going to be... Uh, you know, fourteen conference games, and yeah. it's going to be every Monday, Thursday, and it's going to be tough.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you got that smile on your face. that You stop short of saying it's going to be a lot of fun. Is what I is what it seems like. <laughs>
7: I'll think. let you know in about May. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well, well. Good deal, Coach. How are the numbers in terms of your turnout, kids coming out uh, to wanting to be a part of of uh, Franklin County baseball? How's that been?
7: We're a little lower this year okay. than what we have been. Um, we've actually kind of change our schedule okay um, with the weather and sure there's been the umpire shortage and it's hard to mm. get officials and we've seen that like our C team yeah. our freshman team mm-hmm. when they lose a game mm. they kind of get pushed to the side as far as rescheduling goes right, right. so we've uh, kind of taken those that schedule in our JV and combined them to make a bigger schedule so okay. we can we can get them guys more playing time right because um, otherwise you know those, those bad years mm-hmm those freshman teams they you know they get pushed down to the side and they just don't get many games so you know we're trying to switch it up a little bit right uh, to try to get them on the field more often instead of hoping that the weather cooperates so right. yeah, overall numbers are a little bit lower but i think we're making it work to where it's gonna be a positive
0: that's good and you mentioned too in the summer uh the camps that you guys mm-hmm. hold are you are you seeing that kind of help um, in terms of keeping interest up in the younger levels of baseball, so that when they make it to high school, mm-hmm. they're ready to go.
7: Yeah, and you know, baseball is such a different sport than football and basketball. Because how so? Well, and I know it's it's becoming a more common thing to have junior high baseball. I see what you're um, We don't have junior high baseball, but mm-hmm. the prevalence of travel baseball. Right. Well, you know, kids they they play all over the place. Sure. And, you know, we might have. Eight kids in a freshman class that mm-hmm. play on four different teams in the summer, mm-hmm. and they're playing good competition. You know, they're playing; they're they're getting that exposure, they're getting that uh, that experience. Right. Um, it's hard to keep track of them though. as a as a baseball program because sometimes you know, coaching basketball, right. I, I know who the kids are a lot, sure, sure, but sure. Um, it is a challenge a little bit yeah. just from that aspect.
0: So, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going to debut a new roundtable discussion. All season long, our roundtable discussion, something that I ask just about every coach, has been about... um, the pros and cons of specialization versus multi-sport mm-hmm. athletes. And by and large, everybody that I've spoke to in this area, <laughs> every coach is all about multi-sport Excellent. athletes. Oh, yeah. um, and, and, and personally, I agree with that too. Yeah. You know, I think I think we do our kids a disservice if we pigeonhole them this early in their athletic careers. But I, I think what the question's going to be coming rolling around next year, next season, is going to be about travel clubs, AAU, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. I think there's some good that can come out of it, and then of course you hear the horror stories yeah. too. And that yeah. was I was, was going to ask you about about travel baseball. Um, in in your humble opinion, is you know when your kids are playing year round and they're playing for some of these these travel mm-hmm. clubs, are you seeing it as a positive or are you are they coming back to your club and you're trying to break bad habits? What you what's know, your I, take? I,
7: I don't think there's. I mean, there's good and bad. Sure, uh, my coach AU basketball for years, mm-hmm. and I saw the good and the really bad. So, right. um, you know, like you know, you take Brant for example. Mm-hmm. Um, every year, he would come to us as a basketball program and right. say, "Hey, this, these are the weekends I'm going to be gone." Right, because he's playing a high level baseball in the summer. Sure, and we kind of we worked our schedule around that, mm-hmm. and. You know, when he was in town, he was at basketball, and right. when he wasn't at basketball, that meant he was playing baseball, and that's it's a lot for kids. Yeah, um, it's a lot to ask for if you're playing multiple sports. But you know, I mean, obviously having a good relationship with Coach Foster, coaching Naturally. with them, and Naturally. Coach Gilman, their football coach. Um, you know, we all we're all on the same page with that. Yeah, um, you know, we want them to be in everything possible. Right. Uh, like Xander, for example, he had never played basketball until this year, and wow, and uh, you know it. it it breaks the breaks the habit up habits um get them doing different things i think i mean i yeah i'm 100 percent on board with you know play the sports you can now right um you know unless some big <laughs> big time program saying hey you need to you need to specialize right. um, but we don't have that
0: happening exactly so. exactly well good deal well coach I'll, I'll i'll let you take this hot mic that you have in front of you um uh, I do this from time to time. Imagine if you would. I'm an incoming freshman at Franklin County. Um, I've got no affiliations with any uh, club, or sport, or team or anything like that. You heard on the street, "Hey, this kid's kind of athletic," and I'm looking for something to get involved in. What would be your pitch um, to come and come out for Wildcat baseball?
7: Well, it's what I tell you know the freshman every year. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody's a pitcher until we tell you you're not. <laughs> so, you know, if you're an athlete, um, right. you'll find a spot for them. Right. Um, you know, we've had kids come in their senior year for one year and play and right. um, say, hey, I know you're an athlete. Really? We'll figure it out. There you and, go. And, uh, you know, we've had some guys that turn into all-conference guys like that. And, wow. You know, I mean, in the summer, I think, or in the spring, I guess. Sure. Uh, you know, so get outside, you know, be with your buddies. Mm-hmm. Um you got to endure the cold weather there for a month or so. Right, but, right. Um, you know, baseball is one of the sports where you, after high school, you're, you're done. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, other sports, you can kind of hop in and do it here and there when you're sure, older. But, sure, sure. Uh, baseball's not one of those. So, hmm. you know, get it in while you can because, you know, after after your high school career, that might be it.
0: Yeah. So, never really thought about it yeah. in those terms. Well, Coach, listen, I really appreciate you being able to come on the program with us Uh here, Learn a little bit, if you would, about uh, baseball and the offerings there at Franklin County. And I hope you guys have um, a really bang-up great season. Thank you. All right. That was head coach Derek Stang with Franklin County Wildcat Baseball. And we've got more Coaches Corner coming up in just a bit on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com.
1: close by.
6: You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Eisen's Pizza for allowing us to be here. We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things
1: like this possible, they keep your communities going and that's very, very important. 103.9 WRVI. You're fine. You're fine.
0: Yep. And uh, welcome back to Coach's Corner, broadcasting live from Ison's Family Pizza. I want to thank our sponsors once again: Hurt & Elko Fleetwood Chevrolet and SEI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC. Uh, Joining us now on the program is men's head coach, uh, boys uh, men's basketball at Batesville, Coach Aaron Garrett. Coach, welcome to the program again. Thanks, Terrence. Um. Coaches everywhere around the state this time of year they want to win their last game didn't didn't pan out that way for the Bulldogs. Um, you make it to the to the championship on Saturday night, but I would imagine if we polled everybody, every young man on that team, they all said would all say that they wanted to play Greensburg in the championship. And I'd imagine if we talked to the Pirates, they'd say the exact same. They'd want to play Batesville in the in the champ, championship. You had. Uh, the weekend to reflect uh, your thoughts on that game. High-level
6: game, like you said, you had the rivalry component to it. There's people that come to that game that have no affiliation to either school. They just hear about the Batesville-Greensburg rivalry. Mm -hmm. And Terrence, I've always believed in addressing the elephant in the room. Um, Tired of losing to Greensburg in those games. Some of those years, we were the only teams to beat Greensburg, but not in that game. Mm -hmm. And we've got them a couple times, um, but not nearly enough. So it's hard. Because I've been through a a regional week a semi-state week a state championship week it's it's a fun fun week for the kids it's it, the community swells up together and it's it's it hurts you can't bring that to the kids this group especially i thought if we could get, could get out of this sectional just the way we're built in terms mm-hmm. of the type of team we were i really thought we could have a deep run and it's just you always wonder and there's nothing can do about it but if I think our conference in general would make quite a bit of noise in, in if we were scattered just, but amongst a few different sections. You just call the quality schools, coaches. Right. Um, so tough, tough weekend, and this is by far the hardest night. When met with the team after school, but we we weren't going out on the hardwood, mm-hmm. and that's tough.
0: Yeah, I can uh, I can only imagine uh, w- when you look at the season as a whole, coach. Um, and I can remember um, the first time we spoke this season. Um, and we may have been a week or so before uh, the, the season officially started, or at least before the first game. And one of the hallmarks you told me of this team was their ability to be coachable and to make changes on the fly. When, when you look at this team as a whole, what will you remember most about this particular team? Because we know each one's different.
6: And you saw it on display in the sectional uh, Friday, Friday night against the Franklin County team with Ertelbeck, who's a thousand point scorer. Started out a little shaky in terms of our first sectional game, but then we got it going the second, third quarter because we just played the game very, very hard at a high level and they played together. Saturday in that basketball game, didn't go perfectly, but, man, guys just battled. We could have given up down 13 on the Pirates' home floor, battled all the way back to tie it, and didn't quit at all. And just, quite frankly, Dyer proved to be a a very, very special individual on that night for sure. And then just the way they shot the basketball against us, Made it, made it where we couldn't ultimately get, achieve what we wanted to. But again, you saw the ball being shared. You saw a concentrated effort. They, they never ever give up. And it's a team that was led well by Cole Pride. So as I told him, loved all my teams. I've I've been a head coach for 15 years, an assistant for another eight or nine. Just a lot of good guys that I've been ability to be a part of their their basketball story. And this team stands out in terms of they were coachable, not perfect, right? And I can go down each and every one of them, just like you and I don't live our lives day-to-day perfectly. We've got to have reminders. We've got to be coached up at times. We've got to be reprimanded at times. Um, Certainly. And and so today. But never did did an attitude persist. The thing I'm most proud of at the end, and, and the guys will know this, what I mean by Mudita, they came together. They led vicariously through each other because mm-hmm. the biggest, the, the two things that'll kill a team are are envy and jealousy. Right. And we had some of that throughout the season because they're competitors. Mm-hmm. If we didn't have any of that at all, you'd be worried about the heartbeat of your team, right? Certainly. Certainly. But they did put it, that on the back shelf and and really gave into the team aspect, and it it created quite a magical season and one that that I'll remember fondly. And like I told the guys, the wins and losses those fade, um, but it's those relationships, the experiences. Just thinking, at, thinking about them at my house last Thursday, as we had a team meal and the stories going and the laughter being had, I miss them. And, yeah. and that's like we talked about, That's what makes tonight so hard, because we turn the page on Team 103. We'll celebrate them at a banquet coming up soon, but we'll never have Team 103 back. And it's but it'll be fun to look back on the memories that were created. No doubt.
0: Uh, last. Uh question for you, and it's really kind of a uh, a, a glance or a, a spin forward, Coach. You know, this team, as, as talented and as good as this team is, you only graduate one senior. For the folks out there, talk about the excellent spot Batesville basketball finds itself going into next year. And it,
6: it's, I believe in our program, and, and we, we work really, really hard to to build our program, and it's, it's even harder to maintain it. Mm-hmm. And as I told Cole Pride, and I'll start him for my thank yous here, we thank Cole Pride. Just like I thank last year's seniors and the seniors before that. It, it all builds and stacks upon each other like a foundation. Right. Cole Pride has a lot to do with what we'll do next year. Yeah. And then the year after that, because of how he led our basketball team, and he was, he's, he was our leading scorer. He's a double-double machine. He got a lot of the attention on him but he never he never took the attention in the wrong way in terms of how he behaved. He always behaved for the best of the team. Right. He was the utmost at being coachable, and he was pushed hard. Mm-hmm. He worked so hard to develop the game he developed. And that's going to be the task going forward in terms of you can have all the, all the talent back you want on paper, but these guys have to work as hard and grow even more so they did from this past, from last season to this season. Because right. now there is a higher expectations. The coaching staff have higher expectations. The, our opponents we'll have Hyatt. man baseball was solid last year right. they, they had everybody back Right. that guarantees you nothing next year Right. right? and that'll be my, my tone with them much like I did after we won the Shellyville game Congratulate them on a great regular season we turned the page to the postseason. now that the postseason has ended hey juniors you're now seniors Yeah. this is your last go around and, and you have to lead this program to the best of your ability and that starts with doing things individually to the best of your ability so that's, that's where we'll that's how we'll turn the page and I'm excited and, and more so I'm excited yeah, the basketball player pieces is, is fun because there, there's some pieces to work with. There's some under, some younger guys that that showed some things at the JV level. How will they develop? How will they grow? Right. Like we we can't predict how they'll physically grow, but there's some good pieces there. Baseball basketball will look different next year. Right. Yeah, it'll be. I don't see it being as tight a rotation by any means next year. And there's some things we can potentially do with what we have coming back. A lot of a lot of, ifs. I always say it's like a puzzle. Every year you put a new puzzle together. Right. And Terrence, if you allow me, real quick, I sure, want to sure, start ahead. with thanking Cole Pride because we lose a huge piece of our puzzle this year, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to celebrate him at our at our banquet coming up. My assistant coaches Jay Gurkin, Blaine Geller, Andy Allen, Scott Henderson. I get on here every week, right? You have me on the post game. My name's at the top of the program, but my goodness, it, it's there's so much that is done with for those guys that make this program possible. And it's all because they care about the kids. They, yeah. they love the guys. They work tremendously hard for them. And when you get that quality of, of coaching staff together, I'd put them up against anybody in the state. In terms of from the X's and O's standpoint, but from the culture standpoint too, and I think our guys feel that love, and that's I think that's why they work so hard. Otherwise, there's there's no way you can get a group of teenage boys to work as hard as they always sure. did in that court. Sure. Um, and then the, the coaches' families, because um, they don't see us very much right. during during those months, and my family specifically with with my wife Jenny, Lincoln, Winston, and Eleanor. Um, they love baseball basketball. Eleanor, at seven years old, was, was pretty upset the other night when Cole Pride got pushed down and there was no call. <laughs> what, are they, what are they doing? They just pushed Cole Pride down. So just to see them through, see that through their eyes and the boys being the age they are now and being immersed in the program. Terrence, the parents of our players, not only do they give me great guys to work with, and I'm, I mean it, great dudes to work with, right? but they leave me alone. And I know they're not all happy with me. Sure. They're not all happy with me. I, I know that. I hear things. But I also hear stories from other coaches around the state where it's a, it's a nightmare, yeah, literally a nightmare. And I've gotten to the point in my career where I think I had a lot of that off. I think our parents trust us, that we do care about their sons. Right. And they've got to learn to trust us in terms of, of what we're going to make decisions basketball-wise because we see them every day. Sure. So in terms of those parents, just appreciate them, all that they do the former players and the, the area coaches it's been fun to get to meet and know Coach Pickerel this year he's got one of our former baseball bulldog players Luke Williams on staff so just to meet younger coaches new coaches to still be around some of the coaches I consider mentors it's a good fraternity yeah. and and we lean on each other to get through a tough season because even if you're winning and I don't care if you win or go all the way to the state there's trials and tribulations there's things that don't go your way there's, there's tough losses there's things that happen with kids and it's fun to be able to lean on that fraternity um just happy how, how things go. Like I said earlier, there's nobody in the town of Batesville that more wants to beat Greensburg than me. Right. To, to bring those rides that, that are special to Batesville. And we will continue to work like crazy on that. We still, our, our goal as a program is always a championship. And unfortunately, we fell short of that this year. But it'll be about. The wins and losses fade. That dash is so important, right? That win-loss total is important, but that dash is the most important thing in terms of all the experiences that go into a season that creates the, the win-loss ledger that you have. And then quickly, Paul Ketchum, who leads our corporation, he's a, he's a huge supporter of all these guys and, and all the sports. Our cheerleaders with Jama and her coaches are banned um, the choir who sang the national anthem there oh, yeah. a couple games ago. Outstanding. Landon Oldham, who's a, who's a manager for us, who's part of that choir that saying is, is awesome. Brian Helvey, our AD. Randy Records, who's kept our book for years and years and years, and he always he always supports me. He's a former coach that knows what it's like. Greg Simmons on the PA at home games. Amber, our trainer. Our student section's awesome. When student sections are dwindling.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: It worries me because you just lose so much of the camaraderie and pride, and I think our kids make a lot of right decisions, but they're not in the gym on a Friday and Saturday night. There could be other decisions made, so I just appreciate those those kids coming out and supporting us. Our fans in general, and it's fun to see some of them come back this year in terms that hadn't been around the last couple of years. And then always, always, always WRBI for a town our size following the different programs. I appreciate it. And Terrence, I'll be honest with you, for my last 14 years, my last thank you was always for Coach Raver. Yep. So that's a that's a tough one this year, but it's been fun to get to know you more personally this year and, and spend. Well, you're my you're my coach's corner uh, spouse now, if you will. In terms of <laughs> smile, I get, when I you get say a, that. Just smile. I when get. You a, say a, that. I get to spend every Monday evening with you, and it's cathartic. Whether it's the it's the successes of a win streak, the the frustrating losses of of a sectional loss, but you. I'm sure you're not making a million dollars by doing this radio show. So I appreciate you giving your time. It's, it has, it's it's been generally good to get to know you better, and I appreciate your efforts to help us. Cause it's all about highlighting the kids. As coaches, you can go on here and highlight the Milan kids, uh, the band kids you're highlighting. It's just That's why you do it, and I appreciate, I appreciate that so much.
0: I appreciate you saying that, Coach, and I, I'll leave this with you, and I, and I hope and pray that you will take this to your coaching staff and take it to those young men as well had an interaction with a fan, and not a fan of of mine, a fan of yours, on uh, Saturday night before we got started, she came up and she introduced herself and asked if we were covering the the Batesville game, and I said, yes ma'am, we we are. She says, oh good, I I don't always get a chance to go, but I always listen um, when you guys do the games." And we got to talking and she we were talking about past teams and how she's listened for so so long and then she says she says i really really have enjoyed this team and i and i said i said i said yeah i have too they're they're a lot of fun to watch but why why have you enjoyed it so much she said they're all just great guys i can just tell all of them are great guys i can just tell and coach garrett's doing the right thing by these guys she was a relative of somebody on the team and i don't remember I don't remember how she was related, but uh, she spoke so glowingly and so fondly of this particular team, and she credited it all to you and your coaching staff about bringing these boys up the right way. And, uh, you know, from from afar, I, I would have to agree with everything she's uh, with everything that she said that you guys have done. You do it the right way. And I know the parents in the community appreciate it. As a member of the community, I appreciate it. Just keep doing what you're doing, man. Terrence, I appreciate it. And, and you're like me, you're a transplant, but you'll learn pretty
6: quickly. There are people that, that listen to WRBI and have been fans for 50, 60, 70 yeah. years yeah. That, that count on you because sometimes physically they can't get out. So,
0: what a service. And, and I appreciate that story very much. Nope, no worries, coach. Um, enjoy the off season as best you can regardless of how short it may actually be. Uh, enjoy it the best you can, and I can't wait to see you back at it next year. Thank you so much, my friend. That was head coach of Batesville basketball, Aaron Garrett, joining us on the program. We've got one to go, Matt Prickle, in the building with the Milan Indians. We'll talk to him soon, right after this, on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at wrbiradio.com.
3: Every two seconds, someone in the U.S. needs blood. From accident victims to premature babies, hospital patients rely on all of us to make sure blood is available when it's needed. On Wednesday, March 22nd, join Margaret Mary Health and Hawksworth Blood Center for a blood drive held in a donor bus outside the hospital. Before donating, be sure to eat a healthy meal and drink plenty of fluids schedule an appointment, call 1-800-830-1091.
1: Get your business on the fast track to success in
7: 2023 with fiber-driven technology business solutions from Great Plains Communications. Our fast, reliable internet will give you the performance that only fiber can
1: provide with the full suite of services to fit every industry from small businesses to large enterprise. All this delivered by a local company with over a century of experience. Join our network of successful businesses. Make the switch today at gpcom.com speeds
7: and availability may vary by location. Back to more coaches' Corner. Delivered by
6: Eisen's Family Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. We
1: all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there. On 103.9 WRBI.
0: Coach's Corner continues here on uh, Country 103.9 WRBI. Again, we'd like to Thank our sponsors that made the broadcast possible. Um, a big thank you uh, goes out to uh, Hurt and Elco, <clears throat> Mary, excuse me, Margaret Mary Health, and SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana, REMC kind of close the book on the Bulldogs season with Coach Aaron Garrett. There, great uh, season for them, young men, and, and a really uh, fun season to follow. And we'll do the same here now for Milan basketball uh, as Coach Matt Prickle joins us here um, on the show. Coach, welcome back uh, to Coach's Corner. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, as, I, as I look at the Milan season as a whole, Um, I was always impressed with the level of confidence, whether you were coming off of a a two, two, three game losing streak or or coming off a big win. I was always uh, marveled in the level of confidence that you had in these young men um, that they could get the job done. When you look back at the season as a whole, what were you most proud of?
8: Um, I think it's like you said, just the belief um, mm-hmm. that we could get it done. Um, we did have a couple of losing streaks in the season that were a lot longer than we wanted them to be. Sure. And, you know, had some close games in each of those and some games we thought we could have pulled out. Um, but, you know, we always talked about the long-term vision is to win sectional championship and, you know, to keep playing in the state tournament and just push it as far as we can. Um, you know, and we believe that the week of sectionals going in, you know, they're sure. having to play a tough game on Tuesday and Friday mm-hmm. to get there. But, it was also like you said just the belief that we are going to get to saturday we are going to be playing for a championship and you know we had to take care of business along the way and it was some tough games out there but you know we put ourselves in that position to go out there and play on saturday and um for a half had a really tough you know it was a really close game with north decatur um only being down five at halftime was two until they made a three at the buzzer Mm -hmm. um our guys came out got to a big lead and you know played with confidence. And yeah. you know, that's what we've been preaching to them all year long, you right. know, believing that you can do it, going out there and putting it all on the line and just, you know, holding nothing back and believing that you're as good as the other team across from you and just going out there and trying to play like it.
0: Yeah, I imagine you know, if you looked at it on paper, that have been very few people um that the, at the start of that tournament would have picked Milan to be playing in the championship game Saturday night but there you guys were in a, like you said in a very close game um that was in the balance right up till the halftime break right
8: um, right and we had believed all year long that we were better than what our record said we were. Right. Um, we had, as coaches and players, we had talked about, you know, what what are your goals going into the season? And it was always, you know, 13, 14 wins was yeah. the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, coming from two wins last year, you know, that's pretty lofty sure. expectations, uh, sure. but it, it's right where we felt we should have been. Yeah. Even sure. looking back in things, you know, there's a couple of games we left out there, and you know, you'd always like to have them back, but right. it's just not the way things work. But, um, So going into the sectional play, you know, we were really confident in what we could do and went out there and played well. And, you know, we gave North Decatur, you know, a game for a half. And um, as we talked about at the end of the game, you know, it's disappointing to come up short, but it also just shows us there's still work to be done. Um, We've made a lot of progress. This was definitely a huge step in the right direction for our program. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the younger guys that are coming back, it just shows there's work to do. Um, If we want to go out there and actually meet our goals of, you know, what our record's going to be for next year, and if we want to compete with teams like that, North Decatur, who's starting four seniors and a junior, you know, and (laughs) and we're starting freshmen out there. So if you want to get on their level, the Mm -hmm. type of work that you have to put in, the type of commitment, that you have to put in and i I think the commitment we had from our players this year was incredible right um i think the seniors after the game you know from day one when i got here in the summer i had no clue sure what i was getting into no idea how many people were going to play for me right um and this it was the same crew the entire way through the summer Mm -hmm. Um, those were the guys that showed up in the summer to play for us and you know go to practice and it's the same group we ended up with at the end of the year um So it just shows their level of commitment. Um, You know, a lot of kids could have been hesitant. You know, last year didn't go real well. You know, we're not real sure how this is going to go. New coach coming in, you know, teaching a lot of new stuff, you know, doing things a new way. Um, But they never wavered. They Mm -hmm. just bought in. They were ready. They were ready for change, I I think. And they were ready for you know, an improved program and winning ways and right. um, we had to learn a lot of that along the way and it's it's never easy when you're learning how to win. Um, you're going to lose a lot of close games that you want to put away and sure. you just don't have the experience. You've never been there before. Right. Um, those guys had never played on championship Saturday for a sectional. It's been four years since they've won a game in sectional. Right. Um, and then so to get two of
0: those this week was big. It was a big step forward. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Um, and that was – you brought up something that I, I, I wanted to, to, to say to you and the coaching staff there. It would have been very easy when you went through that, that losing streak in the middle of the season. It would have been very easy to lose the team, mm-hmm. as you said brand new coach coming in changing things last year didn't go well and here we are in the middle of a losing streak but you did lose them did lose the team they stayed with you you turned it into a winning streak there around christmas time um and things really got on the up and up what do you attribute um being able to hold this group together in the face of adversity
8: um i think it just goes back to this being a consistent message we were preaching to them you know this is a long season mm-hmm. um you know things are never as quite as good as you think they are, and things are never quite as bad as you think they are. Right. Um. So you just got to stay consistent, and level-headed with what you're doing, and just keep focused on your goals. And what are you doing to achieve those goals? You know, you got to set short-term, long-term goals, and what are you actively doing to achieve those? Right. Um. And when you're coming up short of them, you have to ask yourself why. Right. Um. Are we just outmatched on the court, or is it our our level of play? Is it yeah. something that we need to raise? Are you putting in the level of You know work that you need to you know we'll have players come in and be like i'm not really confident in my shot and it's Mm -hmm. like well why are you not confident in your shot right now i'm not i'm not working on it enough and it's like yeah at least you see that now sure now let's go make the changes and let's start working on it um that way we can get more confident i think it's this stuff like that just just setting the goals for the guys and it gives them something to work towards and they can Mm -hmm. actively monitor that and see if they're doing what they should and if not how do we make the changes all right um and like we've told the guys we always have an open door with them if if they don't know what to work on mm-hmm. come and see us yeah. if you if you want to improve your role or you want to improve your performance come and see us and yeah. we'll tell you what it is we think you need to do and how we think you can improve that so right. um it, it was a consistent message and i think the guys really bought into it um as a whole program jv included our jv was four games over 500 right. um and I think that was a huge step for them, and hopefully something we can really roll into next year as well. And our two best freshmen were playing varsity, right? And still, for a JV team to be that positive, I think was really good.
0: Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, every coach wants to win their, their their last game of the season. That's not what happened here. But if I'm if I'm reading your body language, though, I. You're pleased with this season and, and how things went in terms of the growth that you saw and like you said, never even won a sectional game. And you get you string two together and you're playing close in, in the championship games. If I'm reading you correctly, as a head coach, you're you're pleased with what you saw this year. I, I'm proud of the guys. Um the way like you
8: said they stuck together. Mm-hmm. They, there was there was no quit in those guys. Right. Um and that's not true like the whole season like there are games that we struggled with effort and you know staying focused on stuff but like as a as a season like I can't fault them for their level of you know commitment and performance Um, they were a committed group Mm -hmm. and and, you know at times it seemed like they maybe didn't have a lot of reasons to be you know the games that we had lost and Mm -hmm. the losing streaks we were on you know it would be easy to fold Um, and they just didn't um, we stayed consistent. We had good senior leadership, um, and even the young guys—we're just pushing them every single day, right. just trying to get better and better. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy with the guys. You know, the performance. Obviously, you want to come out of there and win that game on certainly. Saturday, certainly. Um, and that's that's where we're going. We're right. gonna. Our the goal is to be there every single year, right. playing on Championship Saturday, and you know, bring bring one of those trophies home with us. It's been too long since we've had one at Milan. So. Right. I think we've got a hungry group of guys. We just got to make sure we're putting in the work, and um, you know, we didn't get it this year, but you got to keep pushing. That's the goal, and that's the expectation now.
0: Okay, let's let's spin it forward then. Sure, you'll lose your your seniors, but um, with what you've got coming back next year, what do what does the community have uh, uh, look forward to in terms of, of Indian basketball next season? Um, We're going to bring a
8: lot back. I mean, we'll be bringing back three starters um, and a really good JV team Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Going to have to find some shooting, like every team. You know, you want to improve your shooting. uh, You want to improve your size and your defense. Um, But we got a good group of guys that we're really committed. We're there every day. and you know is going to have some continuity something we didn't have last summer and this season is these guys are going to have done this before right Um, there's going to be expectations you know when things get started in the spring here for workouts and then the summer for playing games and guys are going to know what's expected of them and there's there's obviously going to be minutes to be taken up if Mm -hmm. guys want to step up and go out and get a bigger role next year so um, hopefully they're going to see a really hungry team on the floor um, over the summer and going into next season and you know hopefully a team that's a little bit more familiar with what we're trying to do right you know and it can be a little bit more aggressive on offense maybe not so passive or having to take a second to think about it. it's just going to become a little bit more natural um, as we do it and we've got some good athletes we're a pretty fast team and mm-hmm. so hopefully we can still get up and down the floor and play that way and i thought our defense was really really good all year long as a team you know we didn't have great size sure. but Um, As far as being able to stay in front of people and make them work and, you know, playing multiple defenses a game and um, just making people do something outside of their first option, Mm -hmm. um, I thought was good for us on defense. And even against North Decatur, you know, is a bigger, stronger team at every position. And, you know, to be able to go out there and guard them and, you know, really forcing them into – you know making some tough shots or you know some role players hitting shots for him i thought you know
0: showed a lot of growth for us on the defensive end no doubt about it well coach uh we want to congratulate you on uh i think what was just a, a great season um start to finish uh just being you know coming in as as a brand new coach coaches no doubt you've left your imprint on indian basketball and on this season and i'm excited to see what you do next
8: yeah well thank you
0: appreciate it it'd be great to meet you
8: this season and just
0: thank you for covering our games and covering our program and our players no doubt about it folks that was coach head coach matt prickle with uh the Mylan indians uh men's club there they closed the door on their season on saturday night in a tough competitive championship game um and that will also do it for us here on this edition of Coach's Corner. I will thank our sponsors just one more time for making the broadcast possible. They are Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Garing's Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Great Plains Communications, Ison's Family Pizza, Bruns, Guts, Willard George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Hurt and Elko, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC, and Margaret Mary Health. And just a quick programming note for you uh, this week, um, as some area teams will continue uh, on their journey for a shot at a state title. We'll be covering those games for you on uh, Saturday, March the 11th. Uh, Jacksondale will be taking on uh, Bethesda Christian, uh, at the Martinsville Regional with a tip-off time of 4 o'clock. We'll also have the Greensburg Pirates, um, and they'll be looking to take on the winner of Scottsburg or Cordon Central, and that'll be at the Washington Regional um, tip-off time again at 4 o'clock on Saturday. Um, and the reason they don't know, keep in mind, there were games canceled due to weather on friday so they got kind of a late start that championship uh game is being played tonight in fact so that uh that winner will be decided tonight and then lastly north decatur versus um, linton stockton and that'll be at the south ridge regional uh a tip-off time of about 7 p.m all of that taking place on a regional saturday we'll have that for you for more information Check us out on wrbi radio.com Click on the Sports tab and then click on Sports Schedule for more. We've got Reds baseball coming up, too, later on tonight as well as this weekend. You don't want to miss that either. So from all of us here at WRBI, including John Heil back at the station, John, thanks so much um, for all that you do. And for our good friends here at Ison's Family Pizza, we appreciate them hosting and being gracious hosts as they always are. Thanks to the coaches that visited with us, Ellen Finnell of South Ripley, the band director there, uh, Cameron Blackwell, band director with Jacksondale High School, uh, baseball head coach Derek Stang with Franklin County Wildcats, the Milan Indians, men's head coach Matt Prickle, and Batesville boys head coach. Aaron Garrett, thanks to all of those folks for being on the show. And in the immortal words of the Hall of Famer himself, he would always say, you've got this. Trust and believe in yourself. This is Terrence Arney saying thanks so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your sports week. You've been listening to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBI Radio. Dot com. Listen Monday nights at 6 for Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville on 103.9
7: WRBI. Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville.